0: Your divas division. Look who show you're
1: on sweetie. I did it you bitch. I think every single diva should be lining up and congratulating me and thanking for everything I've done for them. You're going to find out why I am the boss.
0: Welcome to Turning Heel with Troy Gonzalez. I'm your host, yours truly. And we're back with another episode of Who's That Girl? My interview series where I sit down and chat with women in wrestling from all around the world both inside and outside of the ring. But today, we are traveling all the way to the land of England, specifically in Liverpool, because today's guest, you might be familiar with her from her time on NXT UK as Eliza Alexander. But currently, she is the reigning, defending, undisputed, first ever 1PW Women's World Champion. She's had such a career, you guys. So, Contribidas. handana na ba kayo? Who's that, girl? It's Lizzie Evo.
1: Hi, Lizzie. How are you? Hi, hi. I'm good. Thanks, Troy. How are you? thank you for having me i'm doing great
0: of course of course i mean you when i first discovered you on nxt uk i was like oh no no pun intended but like who's that girl she kind of she kind (laughs) of a mean girl which i sort of love that stereotype or trope in wrestling but at the same time i saw that you could like kick ass in the ring so i was like okay i would like to meet her one day and i'm so happy that we're sort of getting to meet each other now through this interview but i wanted to ask how are you doing today
1: I'm good, thank you. Um, weather's not too good, so I'm indoors chilling until later on when I have training. Um usual day, first and foremost.
0: Oh, okay, okay, I see. Well, here in the Philippines, it's extremely hot, <laughs> and it's so hard going to school with this climate. Like it's extremely hot; you're sweating every five minutes, and you have to learn all your subjects within the day. Ooh, but earlier I said, you know what? I will make it through the day because. I'm meeting lizzie evo later on tonight Oh, well, love there time. we go
1: <laughs> <Love time. laughs>
0: absolutely and it's really something i've been looking forward to for a while so i'm super excited to meet you and speak with you on everything about yourself your career your hobbies um but before we do start i do want to ask um i think i've been seeing your instagram stories lately and i think you went to some sort of like ninja warrior playground park thing with rio and you've been like unleashing your inner child so what was that experience like you look like you had a lot of fun
1: it's it's fun because you make so many friends in wrestling so it's good when you can actually spend some time outside the ring together you know and i looked at that like a little bonding session because we don't get to get to do that that often you know we don't really have right a schedule where we can fit time in to do stuff like that so yeah, that was fun. We were like we have to do some wrestling, yet.
0: <laughs> I did see. I did see you. You hit a pretty good RKO, <laughs> a, a sort of like a springboard because like it was on a trampoline or something. It was amazing. But yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I was like, okay, she looks like she's having the time of her life. <laughs> we might as well it, it bring def- it up here. <laughs> it
1: definitely brought out the inner Lizzie, like the youthful side of me. Right. Yeah, it was fun. Right, I love that. It
0: I love that. And I, you also, as you said, you also got to spend time with Rio, which, you know, as wrestlers, your schedules are extremely busy with both of you like running like as world champions of two of the top wrestling promotions in the UK. So I'm happy you guys are having time to hang out. And all it was that. so
1: fun. It was honestly so fun. I loved everyone. Really. I love it.
0: Yeah, I'm really happy you guys got to spend that time together. But I'd love to speak with Rio on another schedule, on another time, because today's all about you. So uh-huh. let's talk about Lizzie Evo. So I've also been looking at your other stuff on Instagram and I've seen you have a specific highlight section for like positive and helpful quotes. So I wanted to ask like, is this some sort of like method or practice that you do to sort of help uplift yourself and keep your mental health going through like all of the stresses in life? So how has it been helping you?
1: Yeah. Um- I, put, I started doing that um, a while ago when I was going through a really tough time um, in, in my personal life. Um, and I feel like it has most definitely helped me in some sense. Um, I started an Instagram page that nobody knew. I just, I didn't want to be on my, my own account. Um, and so I opened, it was like a spiritual page, and it was just where I would post all my favorite quotes um, and just a way of healing the side of me that I didn't kind of want people to see, but that was the way I dealt with with it at the time. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of glad that you picked up that I did stuff like that because I feel it really helped me in a dark place. Um, some that you resonate more with, some that you don't resonate with at all, that you could just leave. Um, but I do feel they, they help massively impact a, a, a dark period of my life for sure. Right, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, I, I really like that you do have like that collection of quotes, because I personally am also like a mental health advocate, and specifically in wrestling, you know, because wrestling is technically, it is entertainment in the entertainment industry. And I feel like women go through so much in the entertainment industry, or just being women in general, of course, you know, it's a male dominated industry almost everywhere you go. And like, regardless of that, I feel like we really need to help one another out like us as fans and you guys as wrestlers um, during these tough times and like show each other support any chance that we get and so I like that you do have that practice of like having a collection of quotes to look on whenever you sort of need that extra push of motivation right during your day so I just wanted to bring that up as well which I feel like I should probably look into as well because you know Sometimes these are tough, right? We all have those days.
1: And I feel a lot of people deal with a lot of things differently. So I think it's right. just finding whatever fits your situation or whatever you're going through better. But if sharing it with other people is going to be helpful to them, then why not? You know, and right. A lot of people that shared their quote I found helpful to me. So I know that if I do if I do that someone it's going to reach the right the right person or the right people are going to come across it and they're going to say yeah I needed to see that today so thank you and that's I feel like we can use social media so much more positively in that way rather than posting about things that people don't want to see if that makes sense so Yeah. yeah I'm really big on stuff like that yeah for sure
0: I love that and i love that we i feel like we're going in the right direction with sort of like being a more safe space for women and basically everyone in wrestling it's more inclusive and with like mental health being such a big topic nowadays i'm really happy that it's also being promoted in the wrestling industry um but now let's move on to something more light something you're definitely definitely more familiar and invested in so i know football is Pretty, not just pretty, it's extremely big in England and I think in the UK. So as someone from Southeast Asia, um, I'd love for you to enlighten me. Like, what is it about football as a sport that makes you super invested in it?
1: I think because it's so competitive and I remember when I used to play back when I was at school and I used to enjoy just running around the field with a football with all my mates having a laugh and there was also a competitive side of it, and I love right. like being, you know anything that involves having fun and while while being competitive as well. I think right. that I think that's what drew me in as well. But my family is big on football and um. Um, big on Liverpool especially. so growing up, I didn't really have much of a choice. It was wrestling and football, wrestling and football all the time. Um, and as I got all that, I just found that I connected with football a lot, and um, especially with um, the local team and having scousers coming through. And so yeah, it was it was like an emotional connection towards it. And I feel right. a lot of people can relate with wrestling as, and football in the same manner, but differently if that makes sense. Like emotional yeah. connection is what draws people in, and I feel. Me with football, that is that's why I watch it, because I get emotionally invested in it, especially with the team that I support.
0: Right, right. I see. And I feel like there's also that extra like motivation to watch because, you know, Liverpool has its own team. Correct me if I'm wrong, is it Liverpool F C? Is that what it's
1: called? Yeah, Liverpool Football, football <laughs> Club, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, there we go. Like I believe the Reds is also like a nickname that they have.
1: Yeah, I'm with, sorry, with the Red me. Men, yeah.
0: Okay, there we go. See, I've been doing my research, you guys. I know some sports here and there. But, like, (laughs)
1: like, here in the
0: Philippines, it's, like, I feel like the top sport that we have is basketball. And I feel like that's something that we're super invested in. So I feel like I like the fact that, you know, each country or, like, each culture has their own respective, like, like interest or like you see that difference in there but yeah I just wanted to ask that because obviously I'm not from the UK I don't have no accent you guys can tell but yeah I feel like it it really is like such a fun sport especially like watching it live in a stadium and everything which oh by the way have you experienced like watching like a major football league match live
1: yeah I I went to a couple of games um a couple of years ago when we were on a really good run in the Premier League. Um and then last year I went to a couple more with my young nephew and that was that was really fun because he loves football. He absolutely okay, loves football. Yeah. So he plays as well. So to watch him, it was nice to watch him watch that, you know. So yeah. Right, right. That that was that was fun for me. Yeah. I wanna try and get to more though. I do definitely wanna go to more. Okay
0: right right well i hope the opportunity does come you know to go again in the future but you've been so busy with wrestling you know being a champion which we'll get to later but yeah i feel like watching sports live is just a completely different experience as opposed to like just watching it on television because you can like scream your scream your voice out like just show your support and it's such a great experience to go with your friends and family so yeah there's yeah that. Right. You don't have to be shy because everyone else around you is shouting as well. So exactly. What,
1: everyone's doing the same thing. so It's a safe space.
0: <laughs> right. It's like a catharsis of all of the things you're feeling. Like just shout whatever you feel. Like, Show support. Yeah. And stuff. Like, yeah, that's amazing. Um, But no, let's talk more about you as a wrestling fan. So I have listened to an interview you did recently with, I think, also an England-based podcast that focuses on sports. And I think they asked you about some role models in wrestling that you looked up to. So obviously, Randy Orton is one. We all know that <laughs> it is when you say Lizzie uh, Evo you think of Randy Orton and
1: Chris yeah. Stratus.
0: But oh what what caught my <laughs> but what caught my surprise was that you mentioned Maria. So I'm guessing this is Maria Canellis, Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow okay so I wanted to ask like what about Maria because I feel like she doesn't get talked about a lot in terms no. of like when people grow up watching their favorite wrestlers you know it's always Trish and Lita, uh, Molly Holly, Jacqueline's you know the women of the attitude era but you mentioned Maria so I wanted to ask like what drew you to Maria as an entertainer?
1: I think how she portrayed herself as a woman first and foremost like you know for me I, like my fondest memories of watching Maria was um she had a cool entrance um right the, and the like goodness. yeah the blow became, <laughs> um she had a cool song so straight away oh, right. me, straight away she had me bopping um, yeah <laughs> so instantly before she even wrestled you know I was a fan and then um i always remember there was a match that she won um i think it was the dice one. On top of the pole.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: I don't <laughs> Those, like fuzzy dice. <laughs> yeah, I know world. that one. I know that um, one. Right. And there was like wrestling gear that she wore. Like everything that I imagined myself to want to be one day was how she was and how she portrayed herself. And I think, I think she just, she just really planted the seed of, you know, women can do this and be cool at right. it as well, you know. and... Ever since then, it's always been Randy Orton and Maria, like they were the two. Whenever I would think of fond memories of watching wrestling as young, being young, it would always be a Randy Orton match or a Maria match, or Shawn Michaels right. was a, a really good one as well. They were the three main matches that I think of of what why I wanted to be a wrestler.
0: Right, right. Well, I'm. I was just really shocked when you mentioned Maria because I said earlier, like, not many people talk bring up Maria's name when they mention people who inspire them to wrestle. But also at the same time, I feel like we need to talk about like her transition from being that wrestler, like, entertainer in WWE, into now being like, you know, she's hired in AEW as a talent, as a manager, but she's also the CEO of Women's Wrestling Army, which is an all-women's promotion based in the states. So. Give her her flowers, you guys. She has
1: she's, she's reinvented herself. You know, she's kicked down doors that no one thought she would. And she's done things that people said that she never would. So, you know, I'm a, right. I am was a big fan of her when I was younger. And I'm still a big fan of what she does now. Because, you know, she never let anything stop her. And, you know, she went, shared the family. And, and she still right. kept at it. And, you know, it takes courage and You know, outside of wrestling, let's take wrestling away for a second. You know, as a human being, that takes a lot to be a mom and, you know, come back and and chase your dream even still and give others that platform as well. So, yeah, I do feel she she should get a lot more credit than she does. You're absolutely right.
0: Right, right. So props to you, Maria. We love you. And (laughs) I am supporting Women's Wrestling Army full on. Um, but yeah, speaking of Maria, she has had experience, you know, traveling to Japan and wrestling there as well, you know, supporting her husband as a manager. But speaking of wrestling in Japan, you, I've done your—I've done some research and I was like, wait, because I was on cagematch.net. Okay, I was typing up Lizzie Evo and I was scrolling through the history and I saw the Stardom logo and I was like, wait a damn minute. <laughs> when did this happen? So I wanted to ask, because I believe this was very early on in your career, I think. When you were just starting out, some time after that, and where you got to wrestle in Japan for the Stardom promotion, which I feel like not many people knew that you actually appeared there in the past. So, how did this opportunity come about, and what was the experience like?
1: The how it come about was crazy. Like I was wrestling. I don't know if you're familiar with camp shows. Um, it's like holiday camps, and we go do wrestling. Shows. Oh. Okay. Um, uh, I was just cracking on. Every weekend I was doing them. Holidays would come, and I would go do them. You know, it was always camp shows, and this random day, I got a message on Facebook, Ooh. and I was like, this has to be someone ribbing me. I was like, I know. were were like, no, we um, would like to invite you over to Japan um, to wrestle wow. with stardom. And, All the stuff was there and I looked into it, did my research and it was all legit. Um, And yeah, that's how how I came about. I was 17 at the time. It was very, I feel like it was the right place, but it was the wrong time definitely for me personally. I think when I look back now, um, I should never have rushed into something that I wasn't ready for or something that me at that age, wasn't prepared yeah, for. Yeah, um, You know, I had a lot of stuff in my personal life going on at that time as well. And it just it just really wasn't the right thing for a 17 year old at that time to be taken on. So I look back and then, and I think, yeah, it was cool. You know, it was really cool. I got to meet some lovely people. I got to wrestle, wrestle in some cool, like the venues were unreal. And right. you know the opponents tested me, and so like I feel I look back and I think you know them moments, especially being in Japan at seventeen years old. You know I'd never flew out the country before, and I look back and I think yeah that's really special, and I hold it very close to me because although it wasn't the greatest of memories, it's definitely something that I always wanted. You know it was a bucket list and for right. me and. You know, I'm always entirely grateful that I got to do that.
0: Right, right. Well, I feel like it's still a very, like, you know, fun fact about Lizzie ever or, like, trivia that you got to wrestle in Japan. And also, you know, now that you've evolved, I feel like the door's always open because I feel like with Japan or, like, Japanese wrestling, there's so much promotions out there. There's so much promotions that have joshi wrestling. And we've already seen some, say, for example, women in the States, such as, like, Billy Starks or, I believe, Vert Vixen, who have traveled to Japan to do, like, one-off shows with Tokyo Joshi Pro, for example. But, yeah, I feel like this version of Lizzie Evo, definitely way more ready to show out, showcase her stuff, and, you know, to be the best version of herself that she can be. But, yeah, yeah. I, I really thought it was a really interesting fact to bring up as well, that you have experienced traveling and wrestling outside of the UK. So, yeah.
1: Well, thank you Very for the welcome. reminder because I don't get reminded <laughs> of it every day. So, it's, it's nice <laughs> to be reminded that, like, it's crazy because it would have been seven years ago in April, Ooh. I think it was. So, it's still quite fresh. Yeah, so, right. like... As in, it would have been seven years, like maybe last month. So it's crazy right. that you brought it up, to be <laughs> honest. I was looking at the memories like, whoa, that's... Wow. I actually can't believe I did that.
0: <laughs> well, you better be believing because you just, you did it. You know, seven years ago, what a record. Um, but yeah, let's sort of talk about something you're definitely, definitely proud of. Um, because recently, you won an eight-woman gauntlet, which by the way, featured the top women in the UK wrestling scene. It's insane, you guys. Um, To win the first ever 1PW Women's World Championship and I know this win was definitely monumental, so how was it like to win such a historic championship for the first time ever to represent, I believe, one of the top British wrestling promotions?
1: I've, I've said it like, if anybody watched the video of afterwards, that was not intended to be um, like released for anybody to see but I think because 1PW knew how special that moment was for me how special it was for me to be crowned that the very first woman to hold such a championship I think they wanted everyone to share that moment as well and I think it was lovely that they did that um, right. it's when I say clap for your small wins as much as your big wins like that. That was a big win for me and I look back and it was all the little tiny wins along the way that right. led to me being the woman that I am today to represent such a company like 1PW. So, you know, it was it was incredible that they asked me to be a part of 1PW coming back, never mind being right. in the position that I'm in now. So, you know, I am incredibly grateful for, for 1PW giving me the platform they give me and you know, the the special moments that I'll definitely never forget, you know, as a wrestler.
0: Right, right. right. And your reign just started, and it, I already know it's going to be a great title reign with great defenses, but I'm happy that you did bring up that video after the match, you know, going into gorilla with everyone there, giving you a round of applause. But I want to sort of focus on this specific moment where um, you sort of went to a corner by the door of I love being specific. You put the title down (laughs) on the floor and you were sort of just like, I think it was like three seconds of you just looking at it. So I wanted to know, like, what was going through your mind at that specific moment?
1: That was like, compose yourself. Because (laughs) I had had so many different things going on and I had people hugging me and it was like, (laughs) compose yourself first and foremost, you know? and then make sure everyone's safe and the minute i was like looking at the the championship i think what went through me was you know it was all worth it and i look and i think you know over the years i've been granted some some unreal matches that have led me to holding great championships defiant women's championship you know um, and the catch women's championship both promotions now they don't run anymore so as it currently stands you know to be the last women's champion of both them promotions means you know I, I was I, you could look at it and be sad about it and you can look at it and be sad and happy but I, at the time I was really sad about it you know because I love wrestling you know it means more than just winning championships sometimes and to know that they were not running shows anymore and i would be classed as the last champion it's it's very special but it just it's it's very bittersweet because you know you're not going to be working right. for them going forward Um. so when one pw like we want to give you it to be the first um, you know that never changes They they can right. be a million others and they can be <laughs> but there'll never be another first. And I think that's, right. that's really special because my name's included in a list of unreal talent that I've won championships for 1PW. And I think, you know, for anyone who didn't know me that would watch 1PW would definitely, of course, want to have a look at who the women's champion is. So, it, it, it honestly, it means a lot that they they gave me that, that opportunity to be that.
0: Right. And yeah, definitely what an honor it was to win such a great championship and like providing a great platform for women in the UK wrestling scene to, you know, battle it out for that specific championship and for you to be the first ever, you know, you're you're pretty much making history right now. You're the longest reigning, you're the shortest reigning, you're the oldest, you're the youngest, (laughs) One one PW Women's World Champion. I I think I I might have stolen that quote from like Becky Lynch when she won the SmackDown Women's title for the first time. But anyways... (laughs) um, (laughs) Speaking of this title win, you know, as I said earlier, your championship reigns just begun and you beat seven other absolutely outstanding talents from the UK's women's wrestling scene to win it. So I want to ask, like, who are some challengers in the UK scene or maybe even outside of the UK that you'd love to face for this championship?
1: You know, the list could go on and on because I've wrestled some amazing talent already that i want to re-wrestle again and there's some talent out there that i've got my eyeballs on and i'm like yeah you know i'm a big believer in if you believe that it will happen it will happen and if you trust enough you know so um the one for me the the big one for me is mercedes at the minute i think Mm -hmm. i think one day i would look and and say i'm gonna you know, I'm gonna achieve all of them, but that that right now is the one that you know she's she's free to wrestle. Right. Um. You know she posted on Twitter, so she's a dream match of mine that I hope one day I get the the opportunity to even, you know, look at it in the ring. You know, right. just to to prove you know that those women from from Liverpool can hang as well. course Um, but and another one is um i really want to wrestle rio again and rio is a special wrestler and i i think that would be a real good one um but you know lana austin as well she's another good one i had a real good run with lana back in when defiant was a thing and that was some of the the funnest matches i had as i was evolving and um, so, I would love to, to do them again. Um, Alexis Falcon, I had real good ones with Alexis Falcon. And um, Maria, I, I would love one day to be able to wrestle Maria. Um, okay. You see, the list just goes on. Yeah. And the more you think of it, the more people that would get added to it. Um, right. But yeah.
0: Yeah, so much potential challengers, but oh my god, I got goosebumps when you mentioned Mercedes. Cause what was going on? Like, sis sent out a tweet like, "Who is the best wrestler in the UK?" And I was like, "Well, Lizzie Evo. Oh <laughs> you know,
1: Lizzie Evo, boy. Rio."
0: Like, I mean, you know, you are a, you're the women's world champion of like one PW, one of the top British res- or wrestling promotions in the UK. So I feel like it would only be right. So if she's looking for challengers, like, go straight Please to the, tr- hit me to the off, top.
1: Don't she? Right,
0: we need to tag her. I her think something.
1: it was bizarre that she. I think it was bizarre that she did that tweet because, as well, it put eyes on a lot of people that maybe some people are familiar with or, right, you know. So it was a really good chance for people to be seen, and you don't know who's watching her tweet for then them to see. Right. So, you know, that was real good that she did that because it it kind of brought the wrestling community together to look at the, the women talent over here. And I think that was that was definitely something that in that day, when it happened, I was like, whoa, this, the scene is filled with so many potentials to be the best, right. you know, so to have my name included in there, it, it was it, it's lovely. It really is. It's it's very nice to see how many people would would tag you and something on like that. It's lovely.
0: Right. Of course. I mean, I feel like you deserve your flowers, you know, as one of the top women in the UK wrestling scene. So, yeah, you deserve all the credit that you get. Um, But yeah, let's sort of shift the conversation to something I'm really excited about. And I feel like you've been asked this sometime in the past, but I want to talk about your run in NXT UK because I was a big fan of the brand, which I know is random because like I'm all the way here in the Philippines. What the hell am I doing watching NXT UK? But like the characters of the women on that brand were so like... So poised and proper, very, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, you know what? I'm into this. You know, they're very like Princess Diana with, like, body slams. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Let's,
0: let's talk about your run in NXT UK. So, obviously, you got brought in. You were doing some dark matches here and there. But I think your main focus as a part of NXT UK's brand was when you got to team up with Zaya Brookside in this sort of mean girls at school dynamic. Yeah. It was perfect cuz you guys were both blonde and I think Zaya just turned heel around that time. So I wanted to ask like how did this duo come about? And I know you still keep up with Zaya. So how are you guys doing in terms of like being friends and communicating with each other?
1: That was really fun. Um a good fun experience. I wasn't used to, you know, being in a team at that time or, you know, so it was good te- it was a good test for, you know, how to learn about this right. thing and this thing and um, so yeah I feel like I picked up a lot of knowledge um by doing promos in groups and um, wrestling tag team matches you know all that type of stuff that I wasn't familiar with before I did that little section of NXT UK which was nice and um, you know me and Zaya we we talk when we see each other we don't I think we both have that much busy lives I know she's getting married right. and stuff um, so yeah it's. I think just keeping up with each other as adults is really tough especially when you don't see each other as often as you used to um, but yeah it's nice to, to look back and see that because we used to be a tag team years and years ago, um, not a proper established one but we did try and <clears throat> have a little run together before she got signed and Yeah, it didn't really get going, so it was nice to to do it on a platform, um, at NXT UK, which was nice, yeah,
0: right, right. And I'm super happy for Zaya. Did you mention that she was getting married?
1: I believe so, it was on her Instagram.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay, oh my god, I'm so happy for her. I might have missed it, but yes, okay, super happy for her. But you know, she's doing so much great things, she was part of that gauntlet that you participated in she got to debut at stardom alongside mariah may in club venus so she's doing amazing for herself and i just absolutely loved your duo together like you guys bullied amel so bad like (laughs) (laughs) i felt bad for her but like you guys did your job as the the top heels at the time so i was obsessed to know
1: that people picked up on the story that you know we were trying to portray so yeah
0: that's yeah because i believe it was I believe it. it's been a while since we've had like that type of duo on screen in WWE. Of course, we've had like the Iconics and Lay Cool, but like we haven't really had that much teams or factions in NXT yeah. UK's like, women's brands. So when I saw you guys pair up, I was like, ooh, okay, these girls about to eat some other girls up. And you guys <laughs> did absolutely amazing. And speaking of you guys doing amazing, you guys actually got to main event an NXT UK episode with two of the top Joshi talents in the world, Sarei and Meiko Sadamura oh my god what was the experience like working with Sarei but also with Meiko Sadamura someone whose career has lasted for 20 30 years I'm not entirely sure but how does it how was it like working with someone with the experience level that Meiko had
1: I used to watch Miko when I started wrestling years and years and years ago when I would when I said you know I was I wanted to go to Japan and um, I was about 15 and i would always watch um japanese wrestling it was big in wrestling at the time miko was a big one that i would watch um so we when we got to train with her at the pc all the time and yeah it was she's a lovely woman as well like she's really humble and she'll give you the time of day if you need a question like she's just a really really nice person so it was nice to to get to know who she was, as well as get to, of course, main event the uh, that that taping was just it was wild, wild. I never thought that I would even wrestle get to re- wrestle Miko, never mind, you know, in a main event spot of NXT UK. So yeah, that was um, I've done some pretty cool shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have, you have. I, <laughs> I remember you were you had another opportunity. I believe it was the last women's match in NXT UK, or yeah, in the last episode of NXT UK where it was a final four way elimination, and you were final two with Blair. And I was like, oh my god, is it gonna be Lizzie or Eliza? <laughs> At the time, I was like, is she gonna like? Because like you know, like the winner of that match got to travel to the states and have that triple threat with Mandy and Mako for the unification. I was like. Oh, Oh my gosh! And the Blair one, which props to Blair. She's also an amazing competitor. But yeah, I just couldn't think of like how crazy it would have been if it were also yeah. in that position, but in in another timeline. You know, you never yeah, know what that
1: goes. that would have been wild. Could you imagine? Right. <laughs> like, whoa! I think <laughs> I was speaking about this earlier with somebody else. I was like, when when a door closes like that and you really really want it so bad you know you have to actually trust that god is going to put something else there instead and man oh man i do believe that for sure because everything that's ever been took away from me has been replaced with something better and right. that to be the final two of that match and um, it showed me that they have that confidence in me um, regardless of who was over in the match or not. So I came away from that match feeling very, very accomplished. I remember rolling out of the ring onto the floor and I was looking up at, at Blair. Of course, she was the winner, but I couldn't help I felt like I, could, I had tears of joy because I was like, that was very special that I was involved right. in that. I was included in that conversation. You know, that had to be confirmed by somebody else for it to go ahead so you know right. I hold on to that for for purposes of you know younger Lizzie and me getting into wrestling would never have thought that I would be in that position so it's just a reminder to always have that little bit of belief in myself when I'm doubting
0: right right well just so you know you were extremely over unfortunately not as a face people hated you but that doesn't <laughs> that, if you did your job well you know you were That's-
1: I will take that heels. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, you know. I, I, what's that saying? VC and wrestling, like it's better to have a reaction, like some sort of reaction, other than not having a reaction at all. And no
1: reaction, yeah.
0: Right. So if people are hating on you, then and you're a heel, then you're doing your stuff right. So <laughs> there you go. Um, but
1: thanks, Troy. Yeah,
0: I I do want to mention that. Um, You know, unfortunately, NXT UK did go on hiatus, I believe, last year. But they also mentioned that they will be rebranding into NXT Europe this year sometime in 2023. Nothing's been confirmed in terms of a timeline yet. But I wanted to ask since, you know, it's expanding to Europe as a whole continent. I wanted to ask, like, do you have any, like, expectations? Like, what what do you want to see from NXT Europe that maybe hasn't been done in NXT UK?
1: That's a good question. Um, firstly, it's just a really good chance for wrestlers all over Europe to get the chance to work with each other that may have not met each other, may have not, you know. It's, right. It's a real good chance to travel and do what you love, you know. I think it's, it's special because you look at the main roster in terms of how many shows they do and they travel everywhere and right. you know, that's you. to be a full time wrestler that's what I wish for, you know, I wish that was me all the time so in NXT UK rebranding to Europe you know, it just gives you that chance to maybe see if that's where they would head, you know maybe you're not at the main roster, but you're still involved with WWE and you still get to travel with, and do what you absolutely love, so I think that's that's very special for, you know, people that may feel boxed in where they live, um, feel like they can't get work outside of a certain perimeter. So, yeah, I think it's nice. It's a nice opportunity for the scene to grow as, as a big, as a big hole, um, sort right. of thing. Um, yeah, and I'm looking forward to you know the t- the style of matches and. And how different things may be in terms of because it's, you know, wrestlers from all over Europe. So, right, yeah, I think that would be pretty sick, yeah.
0: Right. So, yeah, I'm definitely also, like, expecting more diverse in terms of representation from different European countries. Um, Because there's just so much. You know, there's yourself from England. Um, Scotland has, like, a million girls, (laughs) like, fighting for a spot. So, I'd love to see more of them. Finland also has so much female wrestlers over on FCF, I believe, um, spearheaded by, like, Regina Rosendahl as their, like, veteran, who I've also had on the show. But there's just so much talented women in mm-hmm. the European wrestling scene. And I would love for NXT Europe to be, you know, more inclusive in terms of, like, having a woman from each European country be a part of the roster, and sort of mix each other up. Because, like, some of these women haven't really met each other in the ring yet. Yeah, so if, like, of course. could have... Like, so much fun storylines, fun matches. And, yeah, hopefully in the future, I'd love to see Miss Lizzie Evo back. Who knows if the door is open.
1: We shall see.
0: Right. Only time will tell. But, Lizzie, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. I do want to say that as a fan, I have been super, super, like, invested in your work. And I'm super proud of, like, everything you've accomplished so far. And I feel like it's only the beginning. Like, you're still super young. Thank you so
1: much. (laughs) You are a little gem to wrestling. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank, so you. thank you. I try my best. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. I hope you enjoyed your time on here. But I before, I, thank you. before I do let you off, would you like to plug in your socials, your social media handles, and maybe some upcoming bookings you have? Feel free to do so.
1: So my Instagram is evo 97 My Twitter is also LizzieF097. Um. I don't have any other. So I have TikTok, but I don't use it really that much. So we'll leave TikTok. Um, yeah. If you keep it, if you just keep your eye out on on my social media, that's where I drop all merch links um, and shows that I have come up. So yeah, just keep your get your notifications switched on.
0: As I said, she's a champion, so she is busy booking, <laughs> doing all of these challenges with like her potential challengers so we love to support miss lizzie out here and support all of our european wrestlers out there especially the women we love women's wrestling in here in this show
1: women (laughs)
0: <laughs> there we go um but yeah thanks so much again and on my end for the latest news on turning Hill with troy gonzalez be sure to follow the show on all platforms where you can listen to your favorite podcasts on by checking out my link tree that's linktr.ee slash podcast so thank you for all your support don't be once again thank you lizzie for coming on the show it really means a lot to me and i hope you enjoyed your stay here
1: thank you Troy. it's a pleasure to be on
0: of course and yeah everyone stay safe and i'll see you on the next episode bye